Hey ladies, welcome to episode number 38. Today is all about group travel, the pros and cons. You are listening to Solo Women Travel Tribe Podcast with your host, Zena Jones. Learn, inspire, share and connect with fellow solo women travelers from all over the globe. Hey guys and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. So today's episode is being recorded from a hotel room and I am in Panama City. Tomorrow I will be flying out to Bocas del Toro which is a little island uh, off the coast of Panama or it's one of the Panama Islands I guess. So don't know a lot about that yet but hopefully I'll be able to fill you in next time. I thought I would tell you um each week where I am and where this is coming to you from because it seems to be recorded somewhere different every single week. (laughs) Okay, so let's dive in. Today is all about group travel, so traveling with a group as a solo traveler, and I wanted to talk about the pros and the cons. So I have just finished a group trip with Intrepid Travel, And this ran from Buenos Aires in Argentina through to Rio in Brazil. We went via the Iberia wetlands and Iguazu Falls. And oh my god, those falls are effing amazing. Amazing. It's definitely, um, yeah, one of the best things I've ever seen and experienced. So pop that at the top of your bucket list, guys. It was a 10-day itinerary, and it wasn't my first group trip as a solo traveler. Some of the countries I have done with group trips include Cuba, I did that last year, Greece, Turkey, Russia, Egypt, Peru, Bolivia, and now Argentina and Brazil. I have done group trips with Intrepid, on-the-go tours, travel talk, aspiring adventures, and Kontiki. I've also had a lot of experience with many other companies back when I was a travel agent and booking trips for my clients, so I feel like I've got some really good experience and knowledge when it comes to talking about group travel. This was my third trip with the company Intrepid Travel, and I can tell you that I will be doing plenty more trips with them. I think they are great. So let's talk about the pros and cons of traveling in a group as opposed to traveling on your own. All right, so starting with the positive. (laughs) The pros of traveling with a group. Instant new friends. So when you're traveling with a group, you have like-minded travelers to share the experience and the memories with. you got people to chat with over dinner, and you can learn about them and share information about yourself. We had the most down-to-earth and fun group on this last trip. It was actually made up of Kiwis and Aussies, so... um, For those of you who don't understand my language, (laughs) New Zealanders and Australians. And I will for sure be going to visit these people when I am back over that side of the world. As I said, we had an amazing group. One couple in particular 
Steph and Steve, I need to give them a special shout out because we just got on like a house on fire. So much banter and laughter. (laughs) I actually adopted them as my Aussie family and I plan to go and visit them in Newcastle, which is near Sydney in Australia. So you may make lifelong friends on your trip. And then you've got people to either go and visit abroad or maybe even travel with. Another story I'll share with you guys is whilst I was on my trip in Greece, that was with the company Travel Talk, I met two guys who I just got on with so, so well and I have since met up with them again in San Francisco. So whilst I was there, they flew all the way from Austin, Texas to just to meet me and hang out. We hired an Airbnb for a few days and spent the weekend hanging out together and it was so fun. And now I am going to go stay with them in Texas this September. So in a couple of months, I'll get to hang out with them at their home in Texas and I'm so excited for that. And hopefully in the near future, they'll also come out to New Zealand and visit me. That is something that we've talked about. So fingers crossed. So as I said, instant new friends is one of the pros. Another one is you always have someone to take your picture. And you don't need to rely on another selfie or pulling out your selfie stick. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Trust me, I do it all the time. (laughs) But this means variation of photos. Woohoo! I love a good selfie, and I can sure be pretty creative, but it's really nice to have someone else taking the picture for a change. I've actually got some really cool and quite different variations to my travel photos by asking others in the group to take them. Alright, next up, another pro is convenience. When you join a group tour... Someone else handles all of the details. So it's all of the accommodation is arranged, along with the transportation, some of the meals and some of the sightseeing is usually included. You just have to pick an itinerary that you like. Personally, I love this about group tours because convenience, it's often a top priority for me, especially with, you know, being on the go and trying to build a business Convenience is great. Another one on my list of pros is you can save money. So you can save money. So think splitting the costs of meals, transportation, rooms, so your accommodation, sharing with someone else. Um, groups often get a group discount too. So when you're on a budget, it can, it can really help you out. One thing to point out here is to make sure that you check if you are required to pay a single supplement. So with the majority of companies, I think all the companies that I've gone with, you don't have to pay the single supplement. So I always opt not to, and I choose to share with a like-minded woman. They will always pair you with the same sex, don't worry. So you'll always be put with, if you're a woman, you'll always be put with a woman. So if If there are no female solo travellers, you end up with your own room, as I did on my last trip. Bonus. (laughs) But at the same time, if you do get to room with another woman, then you've got someone that you know straight away, and you've got a friendly face, and hopefully a new friend as well. All right, another pro is safety in numbers. I'll be honest, 
For some reason, I hate that saying, safety in numbers. But I admit it can be true. We often feel a sense of reassurance when we are with others. I know I usually do, although I often try to deny it. Sometimes I find myself gravitating towards like the back or the side of a group, a group of people, in order to look like I'm a part of it, especially in areas where I don't feel overly safe as a solo woman traveling. So being in a group really ticks that box, safety in numbers. The reality is that a group will usually be less of a target than a solo traveler. All right, next up, another pro is tour guides. Okay, so your guide will have the knowledge of your destinations and more often than not, a lot of inside information and tips to share with you. Not only are they full of great destination information, when it comes to your free time, they'll be able to suggest lots of great activities and awesome local restaurants to try. On my last trip, we had a really awesome guide and he arranged for us all to go to a football game in Rio It was unreal. Really, really cool. I'm so glad we got to do that. Um, He also recommended many amazing local restaurants. I am literally on a diet now because (laughs) I ate so much food on that trip. (laughs) But (laughs) he was really great at pointing out the local wildlife as well. So he showed me my first toucan while we were walking in the streets in Rio doing like an orientation walk, he spotted, um, he actually heard the toucan and then he um, walked around and found it and showed us all, which is so cool because it's the first one I've seen. Well, it's the only one I've seen at this stage. And he also found countless monkeys too. And he was so good at pointing all of this stuff out because for us, it's a real novelty. Whereas for him, it's just something he sees most days. Okay. So for all of the pros, there are usually a few cons or negatives, so let's talk about those next. Alright, lack of flexibility and freedom. When you're on a group trip, you have to go with the set itinerary and you can't be spontaneous. Yes, you may be able to skip certain activities if you choose to, but you will lose that sense of freedom that comes with traveling on your own. Another one is sometimes there's a lack of free time. So I've learned the hard way that this is important for me to look for in an itinerary is one that builds in free time. This allows for you to choose your own activities or just have some downtime. I am an introvert, so downtime or alone time is quite important to me. So I know that I need to look for those itineraries that have free time built in. Okay, another one is early starts. Sometimes, definitely not always, (laughs) there will be early starts. When I had to get up at 4am to see Machu Picchu on our group tour, I was not overly impressed, but I knew it was necessary and I was really grateful that I'd done that. At the end of the day, it was totally worth it. I remember being on Kontiki, um, that was probably about 10 years ago when I did a Kontiki, <laughs> and I had to get up between 5 or 6 a.m. every day. Um, that was a real struggle for me. <laughs> I'm a morning person, but 
it, that was just too much, especially because we were having such late nights. It was too much. On my last trip, I think the earliest I had to get up was 6.30 a.m. one of the mornings. Um, the rest were between sort of 7 to 8 a.m., which I personally love because this gives me time to either sleep in or wake up early. I can do some exercise. I can check my emails, do some work. Also Skype or chat with family and friends back home before heading down to get breakfast and meeting the rest of the group. All right, another con, lack of choice. You don't get to choose where you're staying, where the included meals are, etc., etc. Lack of choice. And lastly, clash of personalities or put it bluntly, annoying people. <laughs> you may not get along with everyone on your tour. Hey, we don't get along with everyone in life, that is reality, but you can always steer clear of those that you don't get on with and choose to spend your time with those whose company you enjoy. All right, so that's a wrap from me on our list of pros and cons for group travel. To those of you who are not overly comfortable with or have not yet done a solo trip, I highly recommend giving group travel as a solo a go. You're still traveling on your own, but you're just part of a group. And I think that it's worth pointing out that solo travel means different things to all of us. That is okay. Some of you may not consider it solo travel, like I said, that's okay. But for some of you, this would be a huge step. And it, it can be really challenging. It can bring up a lot of fear for you. But I encourage you to give group travel a go. All right, team. That's it from me. I wish I wish you all safe and happy. happy. Oh my gosh, you'd think I'd been drinking. I wish, wishing you all safe and happy travels wherever you guys are in the world. Huge love to you all, and I will speak to you next week, possibly from a little island off the coast of Panama. We'll see. Okay, take care, guys. Bye-bye. I hope today's episode has been helpful for you. If you would like to ask me any questions or give any feedback or comments, pop on over to Solo Woman Travel Tribe. I would love to hear from you guys and connect. Now, if you want to get your hands on my copy of the top five things you need to know as a solo woman traveler, it's not what you think, then head on over to www.solowomantraveltribe.com forward slash download. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you are not already a member of our Solo Woman Travel Tribe, then please come and check us out at www.facebook.com slash groups slash Solo Woman Travel Tribe. Thanks again, and I hope to see you over in the group.